welcome to the Gamerhood Podcast. My name is Michael Walker, and today we are talking with Super Yanni, a 34-year-old father of a 9-year-old and 11-year-old boy from Massachusetts. Johnny is a great person to provide some great tips at the end of the episode, including parents going through a divorce. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Why don't you tell uh, myself and the audience a little bit about yourself? Right on. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my name is John. Um, my friends call me Johnny. I My gamer tag is Super Yanni. Nice. I'm 34. Is there a story for that? There is. Uh, back when I was 17, my first job, I was working at the mall at one of those uh, little shoppy carts. And um, the main thing they did there was vinyl decals for cars, right? So um, I had a buddy come by and he's like, you got to get something on your car. You got to make it look sick. And at the time I had a, I had a Dodge neon and it was like a 97 or something. So it looked like garbage. But um, so we, we threw up a, a Superman symbol uh, and we just put Johnny in the middle. Right. So so then we get it cut out. We put it on the back of the car. And then from then on, my 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 nickname is Super Johnny, which is not great, but it sticks. And to the point where all of my friends' parents know me as Super Johnny, which is ridiculous, but <laughs> kind of cool at the same time. You know, I'll go over and it's like, hey, Super Johnny, you want to stay for dinner? And I'm like, oh, God, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, so then um, a couple of years later, we had a friend, his name was Douglas, and he, and he always liked to, he had like, um, like a California accent, like a cool bro, man. And so, um, we're hanging out and he used to call me Yanni all the time. He's like, Hey, what's up, Yanni? And I'm like, Why? Why must you insist when he was on that? sober? Or this is because he was high, like his high voice, like, Yeah, oh, yeah, this is his, <laughs> yeah, his stoner voice. So, and, and then and then that one stuck. And eventually, I was like, All right, super Yanni, I'm, I'm sticking with it. And it's been my gamer tag for I don't know, seven, eight years, something like that. See, do you still have like a do you have a decal in the back of your car now that says super? No, Yanni? no, 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 no. <laughs> No, that's that's long past. Those are my teenage years. And yeah, I'm done with that. Uh, okay, that could be cool. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I'm 34. I'm, you know, I live in Massachusetts. Uh, so I'm on the East Coast as well. Um, yeah, I grew up in Manchester, New Hampshire. So I haven't traveled too far. Um, and let's see. What do you guys usually go for? Like, uh, what do I do for for work? Or do you want to stick into yeah, sure. uh, the kids right now? Or yeah, what kids? Yeah, how old are they? How many you got? What do you do for work? Can I hit all? all right. Hit it all. All right. So I've got two boys, uh, Jack and Noah. Noah is nine, and Jack is ten. He'll be eleven in December. Um, they're amazing. Um, their mother, however, not so great, <laughs> as we talked a little bit before. So um, I, I met a woman when I was uh, 22, 23. And, you know, uh, I originally thought this was the person I'm going to be with. And we had two kids and, and then it became very apparent that I was with someone who didn't want to be a partner, didn't want to be very supportive, um, was very controlling. So um, eventually when I got out of there um, three, four years later, uh, I, I just I said I had to do this for myself and do it for my kids. And, you know, I, I haven't looked back. I've, I've had a lot of people in my in my life to support me. And it's 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 been great. And they're amazing kids uh i couldn't ask for more how they ended up that way i i couldn't tell you but um but i'm sure you have some part to play in that i like to think so sometimes you know um some days uh, you feel like everything's getting to you too much but you know i have i imagine everyone feels that way you know yeah and it's funny it just that just made me think of something random so like before i was a dad and when my wife was like pregnant um so I only have one daughter and she's uh, just over two. And 
I remember like seeing this like survey, like if you could choose any stat increases as a dad, like what would you choose? Like, would it be like, a, you know, reduce requirement for sleep, increase patience and like all this stuff. And I was like, no doubt it would be reduced requirement for sleep. Like, oh yeah, then you can have more time to like hang out and whatever. But now um, that she's a toddler, it's like, nope, the correct answer hundred percent is more patience. Like, yeah, it really and, and is. I, I mean, that could also just mean if you got more, if you needed less sleep, you would generally have more patience. Um, Cause but maybe, yeah, I mean, a lot of people just have mental stuff that gets to them and yeah. you know, a lot of the time it's stigmatized. Like, you know, if you, if you're dealing with something, there's something wrong with you, but it's like, no, it's, you know, there's so many people, I find it hard to believe that there are many people without some sort of mental issue that they're dealing with some sort of anxiety, yeah. some sort of rage, anything, you know, it's to think that someone could have a, a perfectly balanced life and, and, you know, the only time that things get to them is what it's someone else's problem. I couldn't believe that. No, for sure. It's just a matter of how much people are able to internalize it versus, you know, have an open kind of open cards. Yeah, for sure. Perfect. And then, so what do you do for work? So uh, this, this works great with my personality and, and the anxiety. So uh, <laughs> I'm a, I'm, I'm a quality control inspector okay. and, uh, and I've recently been put in charge of most of the receiving at my job. I work for a place called Marco Rubber. So we deal with um, rubber O-rings. We deal with gaskets, grommets, a lot of uh, just different seals, basically. Um, so it's my job to uh, intake all of the product, the paperwork, make sure everything matches up, the information. And, and I was told recently, that don't be afraid to be an asshole because your job is to find everything that's wrong. So, you know, if you're finding things wrong and you're reporting it to someone, yeah, that's a good thing. You know, you're yeah. not trying to look for everything being right. You're trying to find the mistakes. So, um, and you know, that just bleeds into my life. I, you know, I come home and if there's a little bit of a mess, that's therapy to just clean up a little bit, just organize things, make it, make it correct. And, um, yeah. you know, recently at my job, I picked up some more, um, oversight of the inventory. So that's another thing. I just get to look at the numbers and if they're not right, correct them. And if you can't figure out why investigate a little bit. So it's, it's like therapy all day long and I love it. That's good. Yeah. And then someone like, it's almost like you said, maybe with your anxiety and everything like I, I, you know, once it passes me that it's, you know, they can point their finger at me. So I got to put in every ounce of attention to make sure that, uh, you know, every box is checked and every I is dotted. And yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I was at getting the point, your job and you're getting more responsibility. And yeah, I mean, recently I was at the point where I was saying, you know, listen, we got to try to figure this out. Let me go talk to purchasing. Let me go talk to this other department and see what the problem is. And my, my boss, um, I don't know how you deal with uh, language on your podcast. Do you guys? Yeah, go swearing? So he said, what we need is assholes. Okay. We don't need anyone to sugarcoat it. We need someone that's just going to say, Hey, there's a problem. Deal with it. And I said, I'm your man. I, I, I find problems all day long. I don't always, you know, voice my opinion on them, but if that's what we need to do, sure. And, you know, since that happened, everything's been a lot easier. It's just been a smoother ride, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, kind of switching over then to the to the gaming side then um how did you uh, do you recall how you got into gaming as a young kid yeah it's it's been in my life for a very long time i i don't know i i feel like the first thing i ever knew was the original nes but there was an atari in play um so i must have been i don't know probably six when we got a nintendo and that was just a game changer you know um it's always been something that's been around it's uh 
Yeah. It's just been a special part of my life. And I, I don't know if I'd ever been in a point without some sort of system, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's my main, uh, entertainment i like to read uh sure like everyone likes movies and stuff but like something about gaming has always been there with me you get this magical feeling from it you know when you're a kid and you're playing like um ninja turtles or you're playing double dragon it's something about the music the colors um and that's something that's always stuck with me i'm always looking for that that magical feeling even if it's something that comes out you know today on the xbox or the or the quest or something like that you know that's awesome. Um, so, do you are you predominantly a, a console gamer then? Yeah, yeah. I I'm I'm not against the PC. I just I'm really bad at it. I I can't with the the letters. <laughs> I'm I'm terrible. So uh, anything that I can hook up my Xbox controller to and play, I'll, I'll do that all day long. So um, I've got Cuphead on the on oh, the yeah, PC. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten through uh, quite a few levels, and man, it gets difficult. It's, yeah, it's like but, the old school kind of difficulty of games. Yeah, it's got that great feeling to it where it's like, no, you have to play this level seven, eight, nine, ten times before you can get through it. And that frustration kind of brings you back too, you know? Yeah. Um, I've also got Far Cry New Dawn on there just because Far Cry has always been one of those games that I, I love playing. It's something about sneaking around, going into the bases, trying to be stealthy. Um, so I get down on that all the time. Um, Far Cry 5, I'll go back to and play just to, you know, sneak through the outposts and Try to 100% them. Um, yeah, but I've, I've been through a ton of different systems. Um, started with the NES. Um, have you ever played Kid Cool? I have not even heard of it, or, no. Oh, so it's it's basically like this tiny little boy head. running around, and he's got uh, some furry little ball type of creature that's his partner on his shoulder. And you can throw him out there like a yo-yo and he comes right back to you. And that's, that's a game that sticks out in my mind. I don't know what the, what the plot is. I don't know. I don't remember any of the the levels, but like, it almost just looks cool. like Mario, but you have like this guy, like same graphical style and gameplay style in terms of. Yeah. Like- yeah. Basically this is a new version of, uh, of uh, Mario. Um, what were the other ones I'd play? Um, how about Dr. Robotnik's Bean Bean Machine? Nope. <laughs> so that's another, it's like sort of like Dr. Mario, kind of like Candy Crush, where you have to match the colors and they'll give you two little blobs at a time. It's kind of like a, you know, a mix of Tetris, Candy Crush, and you go through each level, going through all the bosses, and eventually you get to Dr. Robotnik. That's another one that kind of sticks out. Um, loved Mega Man 2. That's one of my favorites. Um, family double dare i mean going through all those obstacles you know it's like it was the most difficult game in the world i could never beat it but like so good so good um and we currently have the nes hooked up um to the big screen um we have a sega so it's it's fun to go down that that route with the uh you know aladdin the other disney games toy story yeah 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 uh i actually took uh, notes on an index card separating them by each system because I, I i cannot keep these at the top of my mind and remember them for conversation you know yeah, it's um, all good terminator 2 on sega genesis like just the memories of going to my grandma's house and being like cool we're gonna hook this up in the spare room i'm gonna be playing t2 how's that sound and she's like i don't know what that is but sure yeah that you're behaved so and quiet so go yeah, for it exactly and that's how i've always had that that kind of uh family dynamic is like they'll get in on it they they understand they're not really judgy um 
they're like, Hey, you like those games? If I can play it and understand it, I'll do it too. But, um, you do your thing. And I'm like, awesome. Awesome. Do you have a favorite, uh, memory or cool story of uh, gaming from my child when your childhood? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so this was the N64. So I must've been 12 or 13 and, and me and my buddy, uh, do you guys have a uh, Funko land up there? Or did you have Funko land when it existed? I don't believe so. So uh, we had a, a, a little game store called Funko Land. And when oh, it got no. sold out, it immediately turned to a GameStop. So yeah, that's um, basically all we have. Well, it used to be EV games. And then now it's called the GameStop. Yeah. That's all we've so ever had, really. That was on our way uh, to school. We used to walk every day. It was like a you know 20 minute, 25 minute walk. So it was on our route and we'd stop almost every day. And one day they were like, hey, we're going to have a, a no mercy tournament. And that was, um, you know, WWF. And at the time I was totally into that, uh, WrestleMania 2000, no mercy. And I was like, cool, let's sign up, dude. So we go there on, uh, on the weekend and somehow the way the brackets were set up, I had a, a win that got me into like a winner's bracket and a loss that got me into a loser's bracket. And somehow it ended up that like, no matter what happened, I was going to end up some sort of winner at the end. So, nice. um, yeah, that was a really good one. You know, go in there and you, you beat adults and you beat mm. other kids your age and you feel like the man, you know, Back in the, the end day before it, esports. Yeah, exactly. You know, at the end of the day, it didn't matter, but it's another one of those like magical feelings of just, you know, straight up innocence, being a kid and just screwing around, playing games and getting rewarded for it, you know? Yeah. Nowadays, right? It's, I mean, um, I, I get it. I'm not like envious at all, but now it's like, man, imagine like we're growing up now. Maybe we could have been, you know, one of these popular streamers or esports people making like crazy six, seven figures, you know, being yes. top of their game. Seriously. The, the <laughs> effort that they put into it, though, I oh, could never, crazy. I could oh, never yeah. compete with them. You know, um, I used to really love Modern Warfare 2. And I, I could I could do pretty decently. I wasn't like a top player, but I was usually like a like a medium amount of kills, like a 10, 11, 12, but then like four deaths. So you keep them low. Um, and, you know, I love that game, but I, I tried going back a few years ago and like the kids now are amazing at that. I, well, I don't know if they're amazing or if they're just they're just playing too much, but I can't keep up with them. The new games I'll, I'll download, you know, the, the Call of Duty uh, Battle Royale. Uh, there's no chance I'm going to win if I'm doing a solo, you know? Yeah. Yeah. People are good for sure. Um, so what kind of games do you play now? Now? Um, so I'll, I'll occasionally hook up the, you know, the Sega Genesis and throw on the, the NES. Um, and when we do that, you know, we stick to Sonic, Aladdin, Toy Story, Streets of Rage. Um, and then there's one, Skitchen. I love skitching. It's a, uh, it's a combination of skating and hitching. And you would, uh, you'd be on uh, roller skates or, or rollerblades, and you'd grab onto the back of cars. And there were other skateboards that you had to fend off with chains or lead pipes or something like that. And I, yeah. I think the goal was to get across the finish line, but I'm not quite sure. So <laughs> that's, that's always a, a fun one. Um, but today what I'm, I'm sticking with the Xbox, it's uh Let's see. I'll, I'll play any Halo game. I'll replay those campaigns anytime. Um, Rocket League. Rocket League's an all, always a good one to fall back on. Uh, recently, I've been playing with the kids Gang Beasts. Have you heard of that one? I have not. Um, do you know Human Fall Flat? <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> no? Like I'm on the host here and I'm like, I, I don't know any of this. No. Oh, so, so basically you have these little amorphous blobs of human beings that don't have like fingertips okay, or anything, yeah. but they're shaped like human beings and it's like a ragdoll effect. Right. So 
you can grab onto them and you try to throw them out of the either uh, a ring. Yeah, it's like mini games. Of, uh, it's kind of like almost like Among Us. Not Among it's, Us. Um, Fall Guys. I I've heard you talk a lot about that one, but I haven't seen it. I haven't played it. Oh, okay. Um, but basically, yeah, they get they have you like uh, 18, 20 different levels where you just started off with eight to ten people, and you know, last man standing wins. It's it's great. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So if you haven't heard, that's like a game even your kids might enjoy. Um, what I just call Fall Guys. So do you remember like most extreme challenge the uh, show that um, when we were kids? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like that, like kind of like that, like really terrible game shows. Like there's actually a, one where you start with like 100 people or something like that. And you actually have to do the obstacle course and you have to try to jump to the wall. And some of the walls are fake. So you just like face plant and fall backwards. And, oh, like really? all those kind of games, you have to jump over like spinning things as they come. And they send you flying off the map. And yeah, it's, it's I, I know my cousin who's not really a huge gamer, but his kids loved it. And he thought it was a great like family bonding kind of time all oh, guys i'll definitely check that out i'm always looking for something for the kids you, you know go. yeah yeah and then two other games i just thought of because you mentioned controller kind of going back to that was uh hades if you're on a pc game or it's also for the xbox um hades. i don't know if you like if you like roguelike game is basically about you're trying to you know escape hell and um and then yeah, you just get stronger kind of every playthrough, and you and you can get upgraded weapons, and it's kind of cool because the, they're just like little tibbets, like you know you can play for five to twenty minutes and leave, oh, or right you on. can pay for like five hours straight. Oh, I love uh, those! I love yeah. those. And then Sometimes the other one that's really... great if you're looking for a single player, uh, it's because you guys think controller and PC is uh, Ori in the Blind Forest. Ori in the Blind Forest. Yeah, that's one of my favorite platformers of all time. Yeah, and I think I'm there's two of them check now. Those out. Yeah, I uh, what did I recently download? Oh, uh, uh, per your suggestion, I I uh, downloaded uh, what was that one? Oh God, the one you've been playing pretty much Path, all the Path time. Of Exile. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. I just downloaded it yesterday in preparation for this, so I'm gonna get. Oh, down so on you're that gonna try the new soon. league uh, coming out tomorrow? Oh, is that? Oh, I'm not oh, prepared remember. for that. I guess. Oh, there. <laughs> yeah. So so basically, it, what's the new seat? It's called League Slash Season. It's kind of like I don't know if you've. If you've ever played Diablo 2 or Diablo 3. So they do like a full reset. So like everybody will start out and the new like basically patch tomorrow at level one. So it's kind of like a fresh restart. So tomorrow is like the perfect time because that's like a brand new economy, brand new content. Um, but the great thing and why I like Path of Exile, and I don't know if you played Diablo 3, right? But they do the same thing every three months. They do a new season, which is basically a fresh restart. But they don't really change anything. It's more or less the same game. It just gives everyone a fresh restart. Uh, versus grinding your games and path of exile every three months their seasons are like entirely new content which bring like new lore new in-game bosses like they shift up like everything they buff and nerf skills so like skills that used to be great last league are not anymore so it's like a totally new game every three months which right sometimes is hit and miss sometimes you're just like wow they really <laughs> missed the mark on this like mechanic for the league and it's not fun Oh yeah. But, no, I mean, that sounds perfect for me. I mean, that's my hesitation to play games like that with my friends, right? It's like, they play a lot more than I do. I, yeah. Of my friends, I'm the only one with kids and, mm -hmm. you know, like I'm usually pretty busy even during the week when they're not with me. So I feel like I'll jump into a game and my role is to just stay out of the way and collect XP, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's not that satisfying. I mean, if I'm just hanging out to talk with them, I'm down. I'll collect XP and level up. But you know, if you want me to contribute and actually <laughs> do anything in game, that's not happening. Yeah. Um, and and the good thing about Path of Exile, again, is also like or any of those games, actual playing games, which I think are great for 
people that are busy is you can play like the same thing, play five at minutes or play like 10 hours that day. Yeah. Um, it just depends on your expectations. Like, again, you can't look at the streamers and the YouTubers and be like, I want to be killing as good as them. Cause it's like, well, they pay 15 hours a day. So it'll be terrible <laughs> right. in comparison to them. But, and, right. but if you're willing to play long enough, yeah, you definitely can get to their level. Yeah. You get in that mindset where you're like, just give me one shot. I could take that guy down, yeah. but in your heart of hearts, you're like, yeah, that's yeah. never happening. Yeah. And you just also for that game, it, it, you have to be interested and want to kind of learn if that makes sense. I don't know if you have looked at the talent tree for that game, um, but it is about a thousand talents or something like that. And you only get like 120 passive points. So you definitely have to, uh, you know, I did. I, I watched the trailer and they yeah. did like they did a zoom out of the talent tree and it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And I was like, oh, my Lord. Yeah. It's so like it's, every single character is unique. somehow. Yeah, exactly. And so the whole idea of the game, again, is just getting off topic. But like the skill system is like based on a main skill gem. And then you can have up to five support gems, which totally change things. So you might have like a fireball. But then if you put on which is one fireball. But then if you put on gray or multi projectiles or lesser multi projectiles and it goes like three or five fireballs. Um, and then you could put like chain on so that it chains around between the monsters. And so obviously there is a min maxing to it. And there's like, these are the right five support gems you use for the best results kind of thing. Right. Right. But if you don't care about that, you can just mess around and do anything. Like if you were like, I really want to play, you know, a summoner, like a, you know, a summoner, but I'm going to wield a two handed ask ax and do some kind of like ground slam thing. Like you could, it might be terrible, but you could do it. Right. That's what you want your guy to do. You're like, yeah. I don't care what's the best. This is me, you know? Yeah, exactly. But for the, for your first character, like, again, we can kind of talk offline, but like, if you tell me like kind of like an archetype, like I really kind of like this play style, I could like probably send you a couple builds, like a videos, like these builds would works. And then you can oh, just kind of follow sure. their talent tree progression and their recommendations. And yeah, I mean, um, what did I used to, uh, gauntlet legends. I, I used to yeah. love that. Um, it, I like don't know the if they old had school one back for like Xbox or, or whatever. I think it was um, one before that even, right? Well, I think um, the one I remember playing, I think there was one for Nintendo 64, but yeah. I remember yeah. playing the actual arcade, you know, stand-up arcade style, you know, go to the arcade, flip in a quarter and you're like, cool, I'm the jester. Uh, and that was usually my, I don't, I don't know if it was the jester, the joker, something like that. Um, yeah. That was always my go-to. Yeah, yeah. It was a great game. They actually did a remake too, pretty like maybe five years ago on the PC. It wasn't as good because it was like, I don't know, more real and less cartoony. Yeah, sometimes it, you need it, to just you lost more that feeling and more stuff into it. I mean, just more doesn't always equal better, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I get as a guy that you know still plays Sega and stuff on the weekly. Yeah. Uh, obviously, graphics aren't. Yeah, I guess that's n- true. high up on your. Priority. I mean, I don't play for long. You know, you you try to jump on top of a, a giraffe's head and uh the lion king and after three or four failures you're like all right i'm not playing this today (laughs) so um who do you typically play with so i know offline you mentioned you play and bond a bunch with your kids but then you also kind of briefly mentioned just shortly there before this um that you play a friend so you kind of do both aspects i guess or uh yeah my best friend he also has a a quest 2 and an xbox one so we get down on a lot of that stuff together um we'll do dead by daylight um friday the 13th is a big one I'm not great at it, but I'll also play Monster Hunter because something about that game just pulls me in. Um, but yeah, when we're getting down on the quest, um, anything's pretty good. Beat Saber. I mean, you're dancing around to music and getting a workout at the same time, you know? Um, and quest, do you one... just what, hook up to what? Your PC or what, what does it hook up to? 
No, that's just the the VR headset. Oh, uh, just the standalone. The okay. Yeah, there's um there's one called Path of the Warrior, which is great. It's like um you picture a double dragon, you know, um and then it puts you into a first person view. Okay. So you so then everything is it's instead of like a side scroller, you can now walk around a bar, you can go out into the alley and just fight off these, you know, the the generic thugs that are thrust at you and that is that is great that's it's a super throwback feeling game and it's amazing nice yeah yeah so i've got um yeah my best friend steve and then my buddy brian um recently got an xbox it's his first console ever um he's really busy getting his doctorate but we finally got him to to poke out of the shell a little bit gets get his game on so he's been joining us recently and that's been a blast as well that's good it's good to de-stress, but hopefully it doesn't distract him too much from his doctorate. No, no, no. He knows he knows when to cut it off. Uh, that's good. We can usually yeah. get a good uh, 45 to an hour out of him. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to bed. And we're like, we get it. You're a busy dude. You guys are, you're super responsible and mature then. Yeah. I still sometimes yeah. find myself like, you know, my wife go to bed like 11. I'm like, I'll go play the games for a little bit. And I'm like, oh, sh- it's two in the morning. I need it. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that is the time. Two o'clock. And you're like, 2.15? Okay, fine. I'll go to bed. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm going to get five hours and then have to drive to work. This is not good. It's but. something about like two o'clock. I can manage mm-hmm. that. I'll be tired. But three o'clock, you're like, I'm, I'm not getting up tomorrow. So yeah, time to go. And it's also, I feel like as I've gotten older, like when I was like younger and pre-kids, like maybe five, 10 years ago, it's like I could. I don't know how I did it. I used to be able to stay up to like two, two plus like every day. And then maybe by Friday, I'd be exhausted and like crashing yeah. on the bed. <laughs> now I can do it like one night. I'm cool. But like two nights back to back, it's like, oof, I don't know if oh, I can make the third I night. Totally feel you on that. <laughs> You're like, what day is it? Can I afford this? No, not on a Tuesday. I can't. Yeah. I got to wait till like Thursday. So I can do it on Thursday and Friday. And at least by crash, well, whatever. Then at least and it's all my wife pissed at me that I fell asleep on the couch on Friday night at 8 p.m. Yeah, that's my go-to <laughs> line is. I mean, it's Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. Whatever. So I'll be yeah. tired on a Friday. Then the weekend's there. I'll catch up. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So, um, any games coming out there? Looking forward to? I guess as a big Halo guy, you're 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 pretty hyped for the I December. Am. I think. Yeah, there's there's two games I'm really looking forward to. One's already out, and that's Far Cry Six. I haven't played it yet, but that's definitely getting done. And I I love Far Cry. I don't know why. I started with uh, what was it three. Maybe I think it was three. And every time one comes out, I just get super hyped about it. Like I'm a kid and it's ridiculous. That's great. Um, and then, yeah, I'm, I'm down for, for halo anytime. Uh, when, uh, when Brian would come hang out, that, that was our, you know, split screen campaign play game is let's go through halo four. Should we do it again? Let's do it again. <laughs> um, so it, it's good to have him on a online with a new system and we'll be able to play a game together, you know, not in the safe room. Yeah, there you go. And then you do some co-op stuff. Yeah, for sure. Okay, and another game that I you probably maybe heard me recommend um, on other episodes, but I played with my one of my best friends, and it was great. It was called It Takes Two. I did, but I don't remember what that's about at all. Yeah, it's I think it's it's on Origin. I think it's by EA. It's basically about like um, like a wife and a husband that are having like marital issues, and then the daughter like makes them into these little dolls and then you have to like escape like the little the world by doing like mini games and all this stuff and it's, it's a co-op game and it, it sounds cheesy now that I'm hearing it out loud but uh it's like fantastic like I, I think it's meant to maybe even play with your like spouse but like or like kids but I played yeah. with my buddy and it's great and it it's good because it's like a like a triple I think it's like a triple a 
price game like, or something like that, like 40 bucks, Mm -hmm. but only one person has to buy it. Okay, that's not bad. Um, Twenty bucks a piece, it's something like that. Yeah, so that's what my buddy did. Like he he bought it, and then I he just I just said I'll transfer him half the money for the game. But the idea of it is now technically because he owns it, he can then replay it with another friend or another friend. Oh, okay, so but um, I can't because I'm only played under like the friend pass or whatever. Right. Is this a, a game that relies on teamwork in order for you to succeed? And yes. if you don't, then it's you know you're blaming each other. Yes, and you definitely can purposely like, oh, like you're supposed to, you know, push this button to make the fan go up so that they can hover in the air, and like okay. we'd like troll each other and turn it off as he jumps in, just like watch them fall oh, to yeah. death, and so it's a good, good fun to play with uh, someone that's you know has a bit of a sense of humor, I guess. I could totally get down on that for sure. Nice. So, um, why do you keep playing games? And I guess he said it's kind of like a, a distressor kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, um, I don't know. I feel like I get in, in these little waves of like playing more and playing less and, and there's never really any kind of rhyme or reason to it, but yeah, it's, it's always, I'm always chasing that, that dopamine hit, you know, I'm trying to get that feeling from when I was a kid. There's something about just playing a game that you're looking at it and wonder, and you're like, I can't believe I'm doing this. This is amazing. How did someone make a game like this? You know, um, I got that from, Rise of the Tomb Raider. I really love that series when uh, when that came out for the uh, the Xbox. Um, you know, GTA is really good. That's that's a fun one, but that's more of like I just want to do random stuff, and you know, that's a that's a de stressor. You know, I want to go mow down some civilians. Um, but yeah, I like um, something that feels like it's brought to life in a very unique way, and someone put a lot of heart into it. And I, I think you can't get that as much as you used to on the older systems. I don't know if it's just because games have become so complicated because they're just trying to uh, get it towards people to just try hard and you know get as many sales as they can. But um, you know, it's it's the the times that you can feel that are fewer and far between. Um, but yeah, that's usually what it is. I know earlier you mentioned that you um, play games with your kids and it's a good way to spend quality time together. Do you have any uh, kind of interesting, funny stories uh, from gaming with them? Uh, let me think here. Uh, a lot of the time, I'm just amazed by when they pick up things, when they, you know, get a kill if they're playing Fortnite. Um, I have a little card here for what we play together. Let me see here. I love the organization. Yeah, I just can't remember anything, so I've got to write it down, you know? Um, yeah. eh, let's see here. Rocket League. You know, if they go against someone online and they they win a game of Rocket League, the excitement in their eyes is like something I've never seen before. And I understand because it really looks like there you have no chance of getting a goal. But I mean, the amount of times I've seen that boy circle around the ball just trying to hit it is uh, uh, hilarious. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's stuff like that when they're playing online, when they're successful against other people, it is just great. It's like they didn't think that they were good enough. And then they realized they've just been accepted to some sort of gaming club or something like dad did you see what i did are you happy now and i'm like dude that is amazing i cannot believe it it's like a mini celebration yeah like yes i actually am now do it again um a lot of the time i'm i'm pretty proud of them when when they'll you know ask to play a game that i've you know had a lot of history with they're like hey uh, we saw that Shadow of War game from the you know, Lord of the Rings or whatever, and I'm like, oh, do you want to play that? We can start that right now. Yeah, um, that's cool. Stuff like that, you know. Yeah, I think that 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 will be a neat experience. Looking forward to you know when I can get my daughter into that. Only two two now, but and even like 
movies and shows like i'm like oh it'd be, it was really cool to like you know watch your favorite childhood movies and stuff with them it's the first time and yeah we've been doing a lot of that we're going through the the sandlot um you know willy wonka Aww. anything old like that and it's like i remember watching this when i was a kid let's do it up um you know this time of year hocus pocus halloween oh, town yeah. Um, so do you have any, um, fatherhood tips or general advice that you want to give? Sure. Yeah. I mean, as far as when they're real, real little, uh, learn to do a a proper swaddle, you know, wrap that baby real tight. And a lot of the times that, that just calms them right down. Um, if that's not the case, if they're fussy, if you just can't figure it out, you know, there's always a reason don't lose your cool. I I'm sure Everyone says something like this, but really it's like the child isn't there to make you upset. You know, they're there because you brought them there that, you know, they're there for you to love on and, you know, do your best to do that. Try to try to understand, try to figure it out, try to comfort your, your children, you know, and when they get a little bit older, um, explain why things are happening. Um, recently, my kids came over from their mothers and um, we were watching TV or, or listening to the radio. And, and uh, there was something about Trump mentioned. And my older one, who's, who's 10, it just blurts out, oh, Trump. And I said, well, do you know why it's ugh, Trump? And he's like, well, no. I said, OK, well, let me tell you and you know, explain it. You know, so he doesn't, you know, it doesn't favor people that make as much money as him. He doesn't, you know, doesn't really care for people that don't have the same color as his skin, stuff like that. You know, you explain why things are happening, why things are bad. Not, not just, Hey, don't talk about that guy. He's bad. You know, we don't care about those people because they're terrible stuff like that. Um, I had, uh, I was wearing a black lives matter t-shirt and they, you know, like you hear from uh, the right side is, well, don't all lives matter. So you say, well, yes, they do. But in this particular scenario, uh, black lives have been treated like they don't matter. So, you know, that's why this is important. Yes, they all should matter. But, you know, they've been treated like they absolutely don't. And, and that's why we do stuff like this. Um, and I, I always I had so many conversations, with those people that were like, all lives matter. And I'm like, no, that's a ridiculous statement, right? Like, just because you're doing, you know, a Black Lives Matter movement, you know, that doesn't mean that they're saying that other matters, uh, other lives don't matter. Right. That's like being mad that like a foundation is only raising money for cancer. How dare they not care about heart disease? And like, you right. know, it's like, so this is their focus that is important to them. And that, that doesn't make anything else less important. Absolutely. You can still support, you know, that and be pro like something else. Yeah. And, you know, on top of explaining why things are happening, you know, if, uh, the child makes you upset if they do something wrong explain to them why you are upset you know don't just say don't do that why because i said so that's a terrible answer you know if there's a big mess and and you have a lot of plans explain to them you know i'm just getting a little stressed out i'm feeling you know frustrated because i asked you to take care of this and now it's still there and you know because it's still there now that wastes more of our time and we can't go out and visit family we can't go out and do the fun things that we do and that's why i ask you to do things and and when it doesn't get done you know that just it's kind of wasting our time you know um be patient with your kids because they only want to impress you i mean for the most part they want they want you to look at them like you uh, could not ever find anything better than them. They love you as a default. So keep that in mind. You know, your kids aren't looking to upset you. They, they want to do right by you, but sometimes, you know, their own little 
ideas and, and actions get in the way and it, and it's really not their fault, you know? Yeah. Um, I would say try to promote balance, you know, don't just play video games and watch TV together. If you're, if you're bonding, try reading, do some board games, you know, do some chores together. A lot of the time I'll have my kids help with dinner. Sometimes they don't want to, and that's fine, but I'll say, Hey, I'm making this right now. And you want to come help? And nine times out of 10, they run right up and they, they want to throw some spices in there. They want to cut some vegetables, peel some carrots, you know, um, help out with anything around the house. You know, you never know. Just ask them, ask them to get involved. And they, you know, a lot of the time they just want to be by your side. Yeah, that's a great. Uh, I will say, um, I heard from one of your guests, Shack Central, which is one that I, I completely agree with is promote trying new things. You know, even if you don't know if, if you're going to like it, why not? What is the harm? You know, give it a shot. Um, you know, if, if you're, hang on, let me see here. Uh, there's a, a hesitation I see with my kids sometimes um, when it comes to school uh, and how they're perceived. So um, during the summertime, you know, sometimes I'll paint my nails. And, and during the summer, I, I was doing that with my younger one. And he's nine and he likes to paint his nails and, you know, he thinks it looks pretty. And I'm absolutely fine with that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, school was starting back up and I was I was doing my nails and I said, hey, do you want to get on this? And he was like, no. And, you know, I asked him, is it is it because of school and, you know, what people are going to think? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not going to force you, but you just so you know, you're allowed to. No one should be judging you for this. But, um, you know, just just support your kids in any way you can, really. Just yeah. any, let them be different. Let them be unique, you know. For sure. These are all fantastic. Well, most of most of them are <laughs> cool. Um, and then the other thing is, I don't know if you want to hit on it, not to to, to pry, but if you think you have any uh, advice or want to talk about at all about, um, you know, the separation and fighting for custody or, or, or anything like that that you've yeah. learned along your journey, which I know is we talked about a bit offline being delayed, the resolutions being delayed because of COVID. But um, yeah, if you have any advice for anyone just earlier in the process or yeah i mean for sure it, keep in mind that it's about the kids things will get absolutely difficult if if there is one side that is trying to make your life harder they absolutely will and they will succeed because it, it you can either have um a co-parent that that will do what's right for the kids or they're going to do what's not right for the kids there's not really any in between they're going to they're going to do what's right or they're not so just focus on the kids, do what you can for the kids and yourself to keep yourself healthy. You know, um, if you've got a, a court date coming up, make sure you're prepared, make sure you know what needs to be said, make, make sure you, you cover all of your bases. If there's anything that needs to be known or put out there, make sure you're putting your best foot forward. Um, a lot of the time, I think that men don't get uh, what they deserve when it comes to kids. Um, a lot of the time it just defaults to the mother. I don't know how it works up where you are, but um, for the longest yeah, time, it's more it's, or less it's, the same. yeah, it just defaults to the mother. And that's, that's something I've been dealing with. You know, there, we have plenty of reasons and, and proof to, to show why they shouldn't be with her. And, you know, I, I don't think anyone wants to hear about that, the specifics about that, but you know, you got to fight extra hard to get it done 
um, as a father sometimes, maybe not all the time, but uh, it's just remember the kids, uh, remember why you're fighting for them. Don't get petty. Don't try to retaliate. Just ignore it. Uh, keep track of your conversations. If you, if you communicate through text messages, uh, document everything, because if anything comes back to bite you in the ass, it's, it, you're going to be wishing that you, you just had, you know, taken a screenshot of something or, you know, go to the police. Don't be afraid just because you're a man. Don't, don't be afraid to say, Hey, this woman is, you know, torturing me. She's, she's making my life difficult. And, you know, she's been threatening me. Don't, yeah. don't be afraid just because you're a man to say that you were assaulted, anything like that. You are a human being. You are a person male or female has nothing to do with it. Yeah. And it's just like, Hey, I don't want to file any charges. I just want a report to be on record. Yeah, exactly. And then you can take those reports and they'll say, well, you, you did cover your bases. You were doing what's right for the kids and you clearly, you know, were acting out of your concern. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's it. Yeah. So, I mean, is there anything else I guess you kind of like want to hit and uh, talk about? Um, yeah. I mean, if, uh, if you have a partner at your home, which I do, um, super helpful, make sure you, you communicate with them as well. If, if you need help from them, if you're, if you're feeling run down, if you just need a little bit of extra help in one department, most, most of the time, all you need to do is say like, I just, I can't right now. I just need a little bit of help. And, and if you have a supportive partner, they're there for you. You know, that's, that's what I have with my partner, Lindsay, all the time. If I'm feeling a little extra stressed out from the anxiety, you know, I just, you know, take a couple minutes to take a breather and, you know, she'll take over, you know, if it has to do with the kids, if it has to do with um, anything around the house, you know, make sure you surround yourself by good people that care about you um, and that care about your kids. Honestly, um, th that's, that's really the most important part is to have the support that you need, because without that support, it, and when you feel like you're doing everything on your own, it feels like the biggest mountain to climb and, and it just makes everything harder, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. The last, you know, 10 minutes of advice or whatever it's been, it's been great. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me on. This was a, truly a pleasure. I, I love coming to talk about my kids. I, I love them to death. And for me to tell however many people are going to listen to it, that's great. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's a great, like I said, yeah. So if you, uh, yeah, keep me posted on how your podcast goes and what you end up deciding to um, call it and what um, your topics are going to be in focus. Yeah, I'll for definitely sure, man. subscribe to it and everything. Awesome. I'll Thanks call so you much, out. If I don't see that by like February, I'll message you and call you out. But like, stop, stop procrastinating. Oh, get a deadline now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. All right, perfect. Have a great night, sir. Yeah, you too. Good Thanks. luck. And also keep me posted. You know, I hope yeah. everything goes well with the, uh, the the custody hearing and everything. Oh, I'm sure everything will work out fine. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good one. My main takeaways from this episode were to keep calm and ensure to explain to your kids why things are happening around the world and what is wrong or right about them. Ensure to explain why you're upset at your kids' actions. Don't just say, I said so or because I'm the parent. Be patient. Sometimes your kids are just acting out as they just want your attention and they always want to try to impress you. And remember to always have balance in your lives. I hope you enjoyed the episode.